0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Off Market Operator. Today, you guys, we got a good guest who's in from Tulsa, Oklahoma, down in San Diego recording on the boat, Logan Haskett. Today, we got into uh, a lot of different stuff, how he built his real estate portfolio, what he's doing with syndication and funds, and um, also his HVAC company and and other things as well. We covered a wide variety of, of topics and conversations. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Coleridge Johnson. And in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things. Control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. Tell me about this fun, man. Yeah, um, yeah. You're buying single family, you got the HVAC business. Your, your backbone isn't wholesaling, people listening to this. Like I think the, power, the most powerful thing they can take away from the show is how easy if they can figure out how to run a wholesale business at scale, how easy other businesses get. I'm just say, like I think, yeah. it's, in my in my opinion, wholesaling is the best gateway drug to entrepreneurship because there's such large liquidity events. You get one deal that can be 40, 50, 60 grand, yeah. and it can fund you for a year. So starting out, it's not the hardest business. You pick up the phone, you call some sellers, you get a deal done. Right, right. But growing the scale and learning how to hire and manage and delegate and and systemize um, and try and become a business owner. If you can do that in real estate, you can do it in. in realistically any in industry unless it's software and you don't have a brain for that right that's that's powerful but also talk about this fund man and you being 25 obviously it's um you know it's a young age to go out and raise a fund to do anything but what yeah. you know what what okay. got you the fund idea what are you looking to do with it and and why
1: uh honestly what got me the idea was i went to an event in miami uh, a couple months ago was it the,
0: the syndicating whatever the uh, what's, what's the name of the guy uh bridger pennington yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: So Bridger's dad ran a $48 billion fund and took it public, which is uh, obviously a giant number. I mean, that's kind of mind-blowing. If you can think of what management fees he was making every year, uh, crazy. But it just kind of opened my eyes because, you know, I've raised money here and there uh, for smaller stuff. And because we're, relatively speaking, smaller stuff, you know, I'm comparing prices in Oklahoma to here right now but um you get a medium
0: home price in San Diego million bucks <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's like 215 in Tulsa yeah, yeah.
1: but uh but it, it opened my eyes because I sat there and watched these guys get on stage and no offense to but some goofy looking motherfuckers dude and they're mm-hmm. talking about I raised 15 million on my first real estate deal and I'm like what? who is giving him 15 million to do his (laughs) very first real estate deal like it's out there i'm i'm a i'm at this point i'm credible like i've done a ton of real estate deals i have the history and the history to prove it so i was like dude i'm doing it wrong apparently because um i still use other people's money like i use you know hard money um you know banks money all that but this is like truly the fund model is just truly powerful uh when you really the scale break it down yeah the scale is just insane dude i mean you know you raise a 10 million dollar fund just in your management fee you're you're making six hundred thousand dollars a year so it's i mean i don't know what gets better than that and that's before your investment is even you know before you're making uh, money on your
0: investment. So, so you're raising a fund to go out and buy what, specifically?
1: Uh, so we're not even actually going to be buying anything. We're going to be developing. Okay. Um, and, and I'll kind of get into why. So, so another reason why I'm starting a fund is because, if you guys haven't noticed recently, uh, lending is getting very, very, very weird. And no banks been- are one to play at all. And I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Um, and This is just my personal opinion, but I think we're getting ready to see like a real estate winter um, for probably two to three years. And I think that's going to be a combination of no banks wanting to lend on anything,
0: no uh, one to sell their house because no one's going to sell their, their house. Right? Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So there's going to be no inventory. So those two things are like bam, the foundations for my fund business. So no lending, what do I got to go do, raise money. No inventory. What do I? What do I have to do? I have to make it. So that was kind of my idea behind the fun. And we're going to be developing like light industrial stuff. Um, and not residential. Not residential. No. Why light industrial? I mean, industrial. we 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 we've talked about doing some uh, some like master development communities and stuff like that. We're definitely interested in, in that model, um, but not like going and building you know house by house or whatever.
0: Why light industrial? I just think the demand right now is higher than than it anything. Is. I think there's one asset class that has the safest longevity in commercial, especially it's industrial. I mean, you look at the amount of like e-commerce doesn't go anywhere, right? E-commerce, right. E-commerce is booming. Yeah. The amount of companies need storage for, for run to run their e-commerce business mm-hmm. out of. Yeah, I think I think, and it's so underbuilt, right? Exactly. So underbuilt. Um Especially in tertiary markets and the yep. outskirts of Tulsa, I'm guessing. Even oh yeah. Yeah, and that's um, exactly what we're gonna target. Are you it. gonna keep them?
1: Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to definitely be developing some, some cool concepts as well. Kind of my vision for this fund, too, was like, hey, I want to turn Tulsa into the new Fort Worth kind of thing. Like, take some, steal some concepts from there, bring it here, because, you know, we're 15, 20 years behind Fort Worth, um, and we're still a growing in the, city. In what
0: sense? Growth, Just, population, uh, infrastructure?
1: Infrastructure, um, you know, jobs, and... And honestly, like, real estate concepts, like, our real estate's just not as cool as theirs. Um, and Fort Worth's obviously booming, so it's a little bit different, but.
0: So, with the industrial and your fund, where are you going out to get this money? And, you know, in, in, I guess it's a, it's a big jump, right? A couple of years right. ago, you're wholesaling houses. Now you're trying to go raise 10 million bucks or whatever to yeah. build that industrial. How are you packaging yourself? How are you branding yourself? And where are you going to get this money? I had, the, I had a guy on the last show, John. Who was going? Who was, um, running Facebook ads in other countries and bringing foreign capital in to do deals? Oh wow! So like, where, where, what is your strategy? Are you just friends, yeah. friends, and family? Are you are you getting on the phone with people? Like, what's what's the run? What's the breakdown? Yeah, now? yeah. I mean, I think Twitter? a lot of it's yeah, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, social media is definitely Big part, a very oh, dude, important tool. I'm good friends with like Brandon Turner and a lot of these yeah. guys. That they they raise tens of millions yeah. of dollars through Instagram and Twitter. Yeah,
1: and obviously, you know, I have a I don't have a massive following, but I have a decent following across all social medias. I get people that hit me up all the time to invest. And so, I mean, that's gonna be a start. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty much gonna be slamming the phones. And it's also gonna be just meeting people that I already know that have money. You know, I've been in the game for, you know, four years now. So I know a lot of people that aren't in real estate um, that have a lot of money. I know a ton of doctors in the Tulsa area. Um, A lot of oil and gas money in Tulsa, that's pretty much its main industry.
0: And those guys have, you know, ass loads of money. So. And so, what are you telling them? Like, how are you, how are you pitching this fund?
1: Um, I mean, that's that's kind of like down the road. I don't know that I necessarily like have a pitch right off the top gotcha. of my head. But, you know, I mean, it's it's basically going to be like every other real estate fund. Hey, this is the
0: this is return. returns
1: that we're looking at, and yeah. we're looking to smash these returns. And, and you know, I'm pretty confident that we can with with what type of asset we're going after. We can definitely beat out all the
0: the apartment syndicators for sure and you're getting the management fee and you're getting obviously a split on Uh, the split on the deal okay so is that that the long-term game you want to play is is, i think so yeah i think so
1: because i think you know after i create the first fund you know i'll I'll do a second fund that maybe buys businesses or whenever that you know shenanigans slows down because that's kind of the hot (laughs) thing right right now it's all
0: it's people the thing people forget about that is like you have to be able to run businesses. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, not, it's exactly. not so easy to go find an operator, yeah. like truly that knows the business and have them run it successfully.
1: Dude, I know some people that are in some deep water with with recent acquisitions because of that exact reason
0: right now. It's not like, I, my thing is like, if I think before you go and buy a business, you should first build a business. I agree. I, to I, really yeah. know like what it's like to work under pressure, have capital that you have to, you know, have people you have to pay out. Like it's not like you, you're not, you're buying a revenue stream, but, Unless you're buying a SaaS company, mm-hmm. which even has its own issues, you're, right. you're buying a headache. Yeah. You're buying yeah. to a certain extent. So I think yeah. doing roll ups or industry specific roll ups make a lot of sense if you're rolling up a certain industry you already know. Like for you, for example, you get you grow your HVAC company, you start rolling up HVAC companies, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, but the the, 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 uh, the going and buying a random business and crossing your fingers that all gets pushed out on social media, man, is, is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's like taking wholesaling stuff, and even wholesaling coaching is like, Tricky enough for these guys to go find deals, like, yeah. dude, you're, te- you're teaching people that have no idea how to run a business how to go buy companies with extreme, with extreme leverage, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah, the world.
1: exactly, ten percent down on a freaking, it's and talking, then they like raise the ten percent down too. <laughs> so talk to me
0: about social media, man. Social media strategy, yeah. Um, obviously, you don't. I mean, neither of us have massive followings, right? right? But you have a brand, yeah, yeah, and you have, uh, you have. You know, you put you add your followers together. You have a small stadium of people yeah. people listening to you every day. For sure. You know, what do you um, why grow it? What do you what are your goals with that? Obviously, that helps with your syndication. But how have you seen impact from that? Because I, I tell people all, all all the time in my groups and our coaching programs. No matter what industry they're in, like, one of the biggest leverage things you have is building a, a social media brand. Because anytime, anytime you meet anyone, a buyer, um, a seller, yeah. anyone, what are they doing? They're yeah. going to your Facebook and Instagram. Exactly. They don't give a—they sh- don't—people don't care about websites. Yeah. People don't care about your business card. They don't care about anything else other than going online. Where, where can they find you? What do you look like? And what do you have going on? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I mean, my strategy—I don't even know that's a strategy because— I don't like to call it that because a brand is who you are, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm not the typical real estate guy. Like, I, you know, I didn't even really get into it. But, you know, I was a massive drug dealer in high school. Um, I got sent to a to a uh, boy's home until I was 18. Um, had to legally stay there until I was 18. I was into a lot of drugs and partying and uh, was on the wrong path of life. You're an entrepreneur, though. Right? Like yeah. At the end of the day,
0: right, you were... You were
1: but value. I'm tied it up, bro, yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't look like the, the normal guy with yeah, yeah. the freaking navy blue suit on that's uh, doing commercial real estate deals. So I guess that's like, part of my brand is like- Here's kinda, you. Yeah, yeah just, just me. And, um, but to speak on that, as far as like leverage and stuff, like, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing that it's done for me is I can DM pretty much anyone and then they go to my profile and like, oh, he has 30,000 followers. He has, that just gives you a sense of credibility and uh you know people can say whatever they want about that but it's it's the truth The yeah it's
0: the reality, of the life, yeah, right? it's the reality. Yeah. so if someone wants to follow you why why something going on yeah right? you're exactly. doing something right from people can go buy followers and all kinds of stuff so yeah but, yeah but um within reason for sure i think it's, it's <laughs> powerful so i mean on that side right uh-huh. if, if you took if you took someone that was brand new into wholesaling real estate anything else what what's the blueprint you would give them right they say hey logan i want to make 250 grand a year yeah, and I, I'm in real estate. I'm, just, I'm looking for my first deal. Yeah, are you, are you pointing them in the direction of wholesaling? Are you gonna say, hey, go flip a few houses? Like, what? Do you, how would you help them get their foot in the door?
1: Yeah, I, I would always um, shoot someone in the direction of wholesaling first immediately, Why? because it's it's instant capital mm-hmm. um, if you find a deal. Kay. And if you flip a house, there's a lot of stuff that you can do that can break you financially immediately, yeah. right off the bat. One deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. even one rent house, dude. What happens when your freaking main plumbing line breaks and you just spent all of your money fixing up this rent house? Yeah. Every last reserve, you know, you're like, hell yeah, I got a renter in there. And then a month later, your main plumbing line breaks and then you got to spend $4,500 to fix it. And you don't have that because you're just getting started in real estate. That's a big issue. Um, and... That's what pisses me off about a lot of these people on Twitter. Dude. Dude. They're just like screaming. They're like, teaching people how to get Did You see thing
0: yesterday with that one couple that yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think Clay, whatever his name, called yeah. them out. They're like, yeah. they, have a, they, teach, they teach buying rentals. Yes. I, I, and I don't care. Like, I, I don't hate on anyone. Like, right. Everyone's got, Same, their own, yeah. everyone got their own thing. I don't care how you make your money as long as you're not stealing for, or, or doing anything fraudulent. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, they put their numbers out there like we're making eleven thousand dollars a month and, and someone goes is that gross for now they go gross and they go, that's that. your net two grand like yeah. that's the reality we live in yeah anyone any company anytime you hear a number yeah divide it by half at least right so exactly like, and that's the thing with like i i own some some out-of-state property mm-hmm. and uh i was like oh, i'm gonna get this cheap property ca- high cash flow one thing breaks and you're, do- you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're done yeah your cash flow is done for the year at least more than likely at, yeah. at least three years so I think that's the, that's the thing people don't take into account is yeah. I had so many people when I was wholesaling, I was doing, you know, we were doing a lot of deals, mm-hmm. um, especially some of our peak years where like all we were doing is just hammering wholesaling. And they'd be like, why aren't you buying these homes or why aren't you going in and flipping? Or why and I'm like, I have no risk. Yeah. Like I have zero risk. No, yeah, and, when and when I think wholesaling's people,
1: yeah. good, dude, it's a freaking ATM of a business. Well, yeah, like it's,
0: it's it's amazing. That's what I think people have to really understand is like yeah going and doing all this stuff, even though what you're talking about here isn't like Every business has its own, its own issues, its own complexity, its yeah. own, its own things that you have to figure out. So uh, that's awesome, man. So I guess, I guess for you, man, what, what is your, um, what, how do you define success in your life? I know you have a, you have a, you have a baby now. Yeah. Um, I can tell you guys like the travel you're out here in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So how do you define success? Is it a monetary number you have in your head? Is it what you spend your day-to-day on? Is it, like, what do you? what's your dream schedule? Like, like, are you a guy that you want to be working 12 hours a day? are you a guy that eventually wants to be three hours a day and be with your kids the whole day? Like, what, is, what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, to speak on success for just a second, I think that's, uh, you know, an interesting topic. I think success and, like, fulfillment are two completely different universes. Um, success money-wise, you know i've always had the number 500 million net worth in my head like 500 million f- yeah for some reason it's just always been that i don't know so um but yeah like, like
0: you're not successful until
1: you're at 500 million or no, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i guess that's when i can sit in san diego and like kick back and be like ah you know finally uh finally made it okay. um
0: <laughs> that's a high point too that's a no but, dude. but like are you acknowledging along the way that like Okay, five million is a good number, 10 million is a good number, yeah. 20 million is a good number.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've just, uh, like I said, dude, I'm, I'm I'm, pretty bad at gratitude and it's something that I'm trying to work on.
0: Um, but I think it's honestly. Oh, but like, why is it? It's, it's not a skill, though. It's like, it's. That's the thing with that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. why is that held in such a high. I, I, I get it can help you be in a better mood, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, everyone has an individual choice. And in like, if you want more, you want more. I guess at the end of the day. You know? Right, like, uh,
1: right. Yeah, and, like, 500 million was just a number that has always stuck with me because I've just always known that I wanted to own a shit ton of real estate.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not
1: necessarily, like, like I'm not going to have a terrible life if I don't hit $500 million <laughs> net worth. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure I'll be all right if I hit, like, 50 or 100. You yeah. know? <laughs> but um, but that was just kind of, like, the big, you know, huge
0: And are you a guy that's like I'm willing to sacrifice whatever to get there? Work fourteen-hour days. You're the guy that's like I'm willing. Like Nick Huber put out a couple weeks ago. Like kind of my thesis. I'm you know I'm willing to work X amount of hours per week and live this kind of life. And if I make a hundred million dollars doing that, awesome. If I make fifty, awesome. If I make a billion, awesome. Yeah. Where do you fall in that spectrum? Because to me, like what I've realized is the input, like time, isn't the biggest it's not leverage input yeah. when it comes to the output of money no it's, it's people it's processes systems
1: content 100% it's, it's honestly productivity too yeah um, time is kind of like a bullshit metric yeah, it's, it's not a
0: good opinion. metric yeah because three hours a day of sitting down focusing and doing something that's meaningful is more people oh 10 hours a day but you're on slack you're on facebook right you're, you're taking calls you shouldn't be taking like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and and yeah that's the thing I mean I think honestly like when we when we talk about the, are you willing to do anything that it takes that's a scenario thing for me. Like, if I was gonna meet, I don't know, let's just say some giant CEO, I'd probably sleep in the parking lot that night to meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of I. Course, in, in yeah, that case yeah, yeah. scenario, so, yeah, like yeah. I would do whatever it takes. But like, am I gonna sacrifice the life of my daughter and, and my other, you know, future kids to try to hit 500 million dollars? Like, no, like, I'm gonna continue to work and, and grow like machines of businesses and and we'll see where it takes us in life but uh i'm also like at this and 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 here's the interesting thing about that question too right like life has stages Mm -hmm. so like i'm 25 right now i'm still a very like hyphy person like i like to work you know mostly eight hours a day sometimes Mm -hmm. 10 hours sometimes 12 hours it just depends on the day but um I don't think right now in my stage of life that I could handle only working like three hours. No, no, not not Like it would drive mode. me yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, no,
0: no. I'm not. So it works. Like work can mean like I mean I mean like it's it's different people with different things. Some people it's sitting yeah. in front of a computer. Some people it's at a job site. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all relative, right? But mm-hmm. so what is your definition of success?
1: Um, my definition of success is like finding your true purpose in life. Even it doesn't even have to be a monetary thing. Um, that's something that I've kind of like reflected on a lot lately, but like, dude, if you are monetarily successful, I think that's great. Like, and it's I like think easier. it's very fucking important yeah, just
0: it by life easier. Yeah. yeah,
1: but if you don't have like true fulfillment, I think you're still dead. Like, um, just, that's just my personal opinion the, you have nothing to wake up for. Um, if, if your only thing is monetary and just i'll double down on this i think being monetarily successful is super fucking important because it's also a driver for fulfillment mm-hmm. because if you're broke then you're never going to be happy more than likely um at least here in america favorite book favorite book uh man up by bedros
0: coolian okay yeah bodybuilder guy i think right or yeah yeah owns like a fit body
1: boot camp kay. big uh franchise yeah what's called man up man up yeah what's it about manning up? Uh, quit being a pussy in life, pretty much. In business and... So the same thing,
0: 10X, all the... the same yeah. concept of, of be a man. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's just one Dude, of my... Do uh, do work, stop That book planning. just
1: related with me so much. It, like, as a man, almost brought me to tears how much that book related to me. Um, I can't relate to, like, his immigration stuff, obviously. I'm not an immigrant, but... Oh, you're um, in Tulsa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Tulsa is a... Uh, <laughs> I, forget it. I forget even Oklahoma's a state sometimes. Oh, so. I know, I know. Yeah. You guys
1: in California, yeah. you know, have
0: it too good out here. Forget the other world exists. But Okay, favorite podcast?
1: Favorite podcast. Um, man, there's a lot of, I mean, Bedro's Cool Hand's a really good one. Uh, honestly, my favorite probably is uh, Brad Lee's Dropping Bombs. It's a good one. I think he's just. He's hardcore. He gets people to really open up um i've noticed like i've listened to certain guests on different podcasts and they just don't talk the same as they do with brad and i guess that's why he's, he's one of the dude. best closers right
0: he's a real dude he yeah, gets yeah. people open for sure what um you you could spend a day with any entrepreneur currently alive who is it any
1: entrepreneur currently alive? man you're hitting me with some good questions that i gotta think about for a second i like it <laughs> uh man i'll say the first one that kind of pops up in my head is uh andy frisella Good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Just a hardcore dude. I I'm so into that, like, and I know a lot of you know what if you wanna talk shit on it, fuck you. But I'm into
0: that like hardcore, you know, kind of stuff. Um Well, you're only into that too if you if you've been in the weeds of growing a business. Exactly. Like, people that say, Oh yeah, whatever it's too hardcore I'm like, you haven't been in you haven't seen the dark times where you're up at night and you're like, Yeah, how am I making payroll? Exactly. Like that's the kind of stuff those guys talk about. Like, yeah, yeah. Um like last we had John on last time who John S, he's a guy at SMBs, right? Like he's yeah. he's in it, and um, you know he he answered that question with Phil Knight because um, he said Phil Knight was in the book talks about in Shoe Dog how he was paying on payroll and credit cards. Like yeah, that's, people don't see that side of success, and I think um, guys like Andy had so many years of that that it's just like if you can't relate to it because you haven't been through it.
1: Yeah, Andy slept on a fucking mattress for ten years in yeah. a supplement store, like. If there's anyone I want to talk to, it's him because of pretty much That's that great. reason. There, I mean, now his company's worth over a billion dollars. First Form is a massive, massive supplement company, and not to mention all the other stuff that he's he has ventured gone. out. Yeah.
0: Okay. Any dead entrepreneur for a day has already passed? Obviously, we're young, so we don't know a ton of them, but.
1: Yeah, what do you yeah. Think of? Um, dude, you're hitting me with these questions, bro. That I gotta think about. Um, probably, uh, probably Carnegie. Probably Carnegie. See like how he took over the the world at one point. <laughs> that
0: was the king over <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. gonna
0: call him an entrepreneur. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, yeah. that dude is a fucking conqueror. Yeah. I mean, fundamentals. Is, <laughs> he's an entrepreneur for sure.
0: What? Um, <laughs> how could people get in contact with you if they want to learn more about what you got going on? and Talk to you? Uh, how, are you open? Are you like when people DM you, is like? Yeah. How do you got How do you kind of handle that stuff? Are yeah, you, yeah.
1: I respond to most to most dms um if you dm me some stupid fucking question i'm probably not gonna respond uh but other than that like i'm pretty open on social media i I try to be you know try to not be an asshole to everybody and i try to be an open book about everything but yeah you can just look me up logan Haskett, on every single platform and find me spell the
0: last name h-a-s-k-e-t-t love it cool well i appreciate you coming on man yeah absolutely i appreciate you having me absolutely Awesome. Thanks guys for hanging out for the last uh, hour or so here with Logan and I ca- talking about real estate. He started in wholesaling and has uh, spanned out to do some some super cool things that I think a lot of you guys will get value from. So as always, wherever you consume this, YouTube, Apple, uh, Spotify, please follow us, subscribe to us, give us a like, a comment, a share on your story. It means the world and reach out if you guys have any suggestions, comments, or guests you want to see on the show. And as always, as I always say, you are only one deal away.